Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is FPL Harry from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. You're listening to my weekly podcast on the hot topic of the week. If you'd like to check out the video, I post it every Thursday over on YouTube. Just search Fantasy Football Scout on YouTube. Thanks for listening. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here and welcome back to another Harry's Hot Topic video here on Fancy Football Scout. Today we're talking about forwards. Going into the start of the season, there was all the talk about maybe we want to only play one up front, then Haaland and Jesus became options and maybe people moved to two up front. But game week one has shown quite a lot of forwards getting points, including the likes of Mitrovic, Nunes, Welbeck, we've got Wilson in there and Ivan Tony, amongst others scoring well in game week one. Is there a place to have one of these forwards as our third striker in particular? Should we be placing Jesus who didn't score in game week one? We'll be looking at the players who have scored so far in game week one. We'll be having a look at the predicted points for the next five game weeks. We'll be having a look at the players who have good fixtures over that run. And then finally, we'll be talking about the big debate, which is Haaland versus Harry Kane and whether I think you should be making the switch between the two. So let's get in and have a look at who scored well in game week one. So in game week one, there were nine forwards that got a return. Now, this is much more than I think any of us really expected. The two big ones, of course, is Haaland and Mitrovic, both picking up two goals, getting maximum bonus points as well. Next up was Darwin, who got a goal and an assist despite that sort of bench appearance and despite not starting that game. Further down the list, there were goals for the likes of Ivan Tony and Danny Welbeck as well. Callum Wilson also pitching in with a goal. Jamie Vardy, Patrick Bamford also picking up assists as well. No bonus points for those two but especially Bamford is one that I think we could look at. Those Leeds fixtures do look very nice indeed. So if we had nine of them scoring points in game week one, let's have a look at potentially game week two to six, those predicted points, how many more we could get. Could they be the ones to go with instead of some of these eight million midfielders who actually didn't do nearly as well? Saka got an assist, Mount blanked, Kulisevsky did very well, Foden blanked, Mares blanked, and then Luis Diaz as well getting no return. So fixtures and predicted points are very important, but could we see a shift away from that big midfield to getting a third forward up front. So in terms of the fixtures, the top four definitely have players that we can look at who have returned well before or potentially have good returns on the horizon. Brentford, Brighton, Arsenal and Leeds. So Brentford, Ivan Tony coming in at 7 million. Brighton next up with Danny Welbeck again at 6 million. Very nice price for him as well if he becomes nailed. Arsenal again, Gabriel Jesus didn't return in game week one, but I think we need to hold fire on selling him. I think he's got good points on the horizon given the fixtures that they do have. Leicester, Bournemouth, Fulham and Aston. 
Aston Villa all in their next four as well. Leads the next one down the list. Patrick Bamford looked really good. He only picked up an assist, but we know what that Leeds team can do going forward. It looks like they might be signing Ishmael Asar from Watford as well. Another player to bolster that attack. We have had concern about injuries for Patrick Bamford last season and in preseason as well. But if he can stay fit with this run of fixtures that Leeds have, he could be an absolutely fantastic option. Now, some of the others that we've potentially spoken about fall a little bit further down the list. We've got Newcastle in particular coming in a little bit more mid-table because they do have that Liverpool and Manchester City fixtures coming in their next four fixtures as well. Liverpool a little bit lower down. Now, nine million for Nunes could be really, really nice. The only issue with a lot of us, we have that triple Liverpool already taken up. So we've got Robertson, we've got Luis Diaz as our third Liverpool on, on top of Trent and Salah. So we will have to free up a position if we want to go with him. However, there is a case for it. Game week one showed that I think with Nunes on the pitch, Salah's output might be a little bit less and I think it will have a negative impact on the potential goal scoring ability of Luis Diaz. However, Luis Diaz was quite unlucky in game week one, didn't get that goal which was ruled out four offside and hit the post as well. I think there's returns to come for him at 8 million. Again, we did see Firmino start the game. When Jota comes back fit, I'm just not sure the minutes are quite there for Nunes yet. I would wait and see on him. He's a great option. But at the top of the table, we have those four teams with affordable forwards that we could definitely go with. It is a bit of a gamble, but we need to know their predicted points to know who's actually likely to score well over this run. So top of the list, Haaland and Harry Kane. You've noticed that I've left both of these two out. We will come back to those. They are predicted to score the most points over the next few games. They do score well for value as well, but Haaland are predicted to score the highest points over the next four. Kane matches him in game week three and then in game week six as well. However, Haaland next week is the big one and we will finish by discussing these two in turn. Now, next up, we have Jesus and Darwin. Again, I think we should stick with Jesus. Interestingly, Darwin comes next. 9 million is a lot to spend and you probably don't have the squad structure to go and get him. Again, with the minutes, it is a bit of a 50-50 for me and I'm quite a cautious manager, so I will be waiting and seeing on him. I'm happy with Robertson. I'd be happy with Luis Diaz as well, both at cheaper prices. He's a bit of a differential. If you owned him game week one, let me know in the comments down below. Again, you've done very well to take that gamble. I think there's a good chance he probably starts game week two. But again, when they play three times in just over a week, I think there's a good chance he doesn't start all of them. Now, next up down the list, we have a few players that we've spoken about Tony and Patrick Bamford again two very nice options Tony that talisman for Brentford they've got a really nice run of fixtures he's on penalties as well and he showed again in game week one that he has the ability to score goals they've signed Damsgaard as well which is only going to improve their attacking output so one definitely to keep an eye on and one of the top prospects I think if you're signing another forward then we have Patrick Bamford the one that I'm very tempted with I've looked at Aronson in my team selection video as a potential replacement for Pedro Neto could be a really nice option at that 5.5 million midfield bracket but if you have that forward option Bamford likely to be on penalties as well that there was no Rafinha in that Leeds lineup great run of fixtures apart from maybe Chelsea at home in game week three but Chelsea didn't look at their best in game week one I think Leeds are still very capable of scoring in game week one as well now slightly further down the list we have Mitrovic now a couple of good fixtures in the next two then it gets a little bit more difficult for him 6.5 one of the cheapest options that we have in this list really like what he can 
offer. That Fulham team really impressed in game week one, much better than we ever thought they were going to be. They put on a real show, particularly at home. A lot of home teams did well in game week one. It's one to keep an eye on going into the next few weeks. The home teams tend to perform better early on in the season, and we saw that in game week one. However, Mitrovic on penalties, that talisman for Fulham, if they're going to stay up, he's going to have to score a lot of goals. There's been a lot of talk in previous seasons about how Mitrovic hasn't adapted. This new Fulham side could definitely help him do it. So I'm keeping an eye on him and one that I really like. So predicted points-wise, Tony and Batford come out best, but the sort of value pick at 6.5 for Welbeck and 6.5 for Mitrovic as well could be very good differentials for the next few runs. And if they continue to score, their ownership will go up very, very quickly. And finally, before we wrap up, we've got to talk about Harry Kane versus Erin Haaland. Now, the fixtures talk to me about Haaland. His fixtures are better than they are for Harry Kane, particularly in game week two. A lot of you will be focusing on this week in particular, should I make the switch. Predicted points do favour Haaland very heavily. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean you should be taking a minus four. The way I sit on this is if you have a free transfer and you don't need your transfer anywhere else, I would make the switch from Harry Kane to airing Haaland. Manchester City looks so good. Although Bournemouth won 2-0 in game week one, I still think they will put them to the sword and they will win that game very comfortably. For me, that Chelsea-Tottenham game, particularly being at Chelsea, is very difficult to predict. I don't necessarily predict a high-scoring game. I think Chelsea will want to control it and not let a lot of goals go in because they're not scoring that free-flowing at the moment anyway. So for free, I think it's an easy move from one to the other. The question arises when you have to take a minus four to move from one to the other. However, what we saw from Manchester City in game week one was enough to convince me to make that move for a minus four if I was in that position. Now, let me tell you why. That Manchester City team are normally very free-flowing. There's normally a lot of different players playing in that centre-forward role that can potentially score goals. However, what we saw in game week one is Haaland is that main goal threat. A lot of their play was focused around him, threading through balls, and De Bruyne and Haaland already have shown that they have that strong link-up. And I think over the foreseeable future, we will continue to see him do well. Again, we saw Haaland come off about 75 minutes, 78 minutes or so into that game. We've heard that he doesn't want to be run into the ground and if he's been taken off early it means for me he's likely to start the majority of games and come off once the game has been finished and once they are a couple of goals up as well so for me I think Haaland the rotation risk when they play a couple of times of the week I think he'll still start he might just not play 90 minutes but as he showed against West Ham in game week one what they're capable of doing so some of those cheap forwards are really nice I've got my eye particularly on Bamford and Ivan Tony. Mitrovic I know he did well in game week one I want to wait and see on him and Welbeck whether they keep scoring the points and whether Welbeck keeps his place in that Brighton team. I would move Harry Kane to Haaland for free and I would also do it for a hit. Now he's not my captain for game week two. I've got it on Mo Salah but I think he's very easily and very capable of outscoring Harry Kane by at least four points this week if not over the foreseeable run of fixtures as well. On top of this there is the option of Kulisevsky in midfield that can help a little bit cover Harry Kane whereas those Manchester City midfielders are not going to do the same job on airing Haaland. So that is my review of the forwards. Let me know if you're considering bringing any of them into your team again if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to fantasy football scout join as a member already if you are interested in more fpl videos as well check out my channel where i'm uploading at least twice a week plus having my own stream before the deadline or a couple of days before as well thank you all so much for your support all the links you need are in the description down below good luck in game week two and i'll see you next week for harry's hot topics